0: This week, FIS followed other major payment companies including MasterCard and Visa in announcing support for cryptocurrencies. FIS is one of the largest payment processors in the world. So when it revealed a solution that enables banks to offer their customers the ability to buy, sell, and hold Bitcoin via their regular bank accounts, well, it was a big deal. In this edition of Commerce Code, cryptocurrency finally coming to a bank near you. I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco on May 7th. This is Commerce Code brought to you by DCA, the Digital Commerce Alliance. It's great to be with you. Bitcoin, we've been talking about it for like forever. It's been over a decade and depending on the day or week, the volatile cryptocurrency is either really up or really down. But for all the hype about Bitcoin, it never really made it mainstream as a way for the average consumer to make everyday purchases. That is until this year. DCA member company MasterCard announced February that it would allow alternative cryptocurrencies to be used on its network before the end of 2021. About one month after MasterCard's announcement, its arch-rival Visa announced it would follow MasterCard's lead and also allow cryptocurrencies on its network. And this week, DCA member company FIS announced that it too would support cryptocurrencies. Their press release states, and I quote Currently, consumers and corporations must establish new accounts, often with unregulated entities, and go outside of their traditional banking relationships to acquire Bitcoin. Our new solution taps into the advanced functionality of the FIS Digital One mobile solution to allow banks to provide Bitcoin services via seamless, easy-to-use digital experience." End quote. FIS is here today on the show with us. We speak with the General Manager of FIS Loyalty Solutions about the future of cryptocurrencies, what will happen next with alternative currencies, and how Bitcoin may soon be coming to a bank near you. Good morning, Mladen. How are you? Hey, good morning. I'm doing great. Thank you for inviting me today. It's great to have you back on the show and you know there's a lot going on right now in digital commerce and specifically there is a lot of press about cryptocurrencies. For example, Coinbase, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges, recently went public, but the fact is cryptocurrencies are not really widely used by consumers for everyday purchases. Why is that? Because we've heard so much about it, but, you know, consumers still really aren't using cryptocurrencies for everyday purchases.
1: As I think about the evolution of the the banking digital space, I always think about the critical mass and what it means to the consumer. So I actually recently read the survey that said 21.2 million Americans actually today hold some form of cryptocurrency, which is 14% of the U.S. population. And maybe we can say, hey, that's relatively low, but there is a projection that that number is going to double just this year. And so when I think about those dynamics, I absolutely believe that we are at the critical mass in terms of getting more consumers excited about the cryptocurrency, getting comfortable. And I would say at the end of the day, going mainstream, and I do believe with all of the recent announcements that we have seen over the course of the last six to nine months, that we are going to see more and more adoption of cryptocurrency becoming a mainstream currency.
0: Really interesting. And your point about we're hitting this sort of critical mass is well taken. And, you know, many of the big payment networks believe that. Visa and MasterCard have announced that they're going to allow cryptocurrencies on their networks. Cryptocurrencies are one type of alternative currency, and it's an area which is really changing dramatically right now. As you think about the evolution of alternative currencies over the next few years, how do you think it's going to impact mobile banking and loyalty programs? Because, of course, FIS is one of the largest providers of mobile banking capabilities to banks. You also run the FIS loyalty business. So do you think alternative currencies are going to uh, have an
1: impact on those businesses? I certainly do. We are at the inflection point. And, you know, fintech as a sector has never been more dynamic. And we think and I think about transformation is less of a destination and more, an ever-progressing journey. And so as we think about the evolution of the banking, digital banking, alternative currency in the context of loyalty, I absolutely believe that we'll continue to see more and more adoption and availability to the broad consumer and the broad audience. Our journey within FIS over the last five years, I would say we've begun that multi-year journey to innovate and transform within FIS And I believe that we are nicely positioned to help our clients continue to stay relevant to their consumers by bringing technology, increasing the speed of delivery. And, you know, you talked about the fact that cryptocurrencies are at an inflection point. And
0: another alternative currency is obviously paying with points. And, you know, some companies like American Express and Amazon They've had some success in enabling consumers to pay with points in their everyday transactions. Do you think that paying with points is also going to hit critical
1: mass and will become mainstream, you know, maybe this year or or next year? I absolutely do. And as you probably know, I have been a huge proponent of this strategy and this approach for some time now. And I continue to be very bullish on the outlook for this type of engagement for you know, a number of reasons. As I think about consumer needs and demands, it's all about bringing that experience both on the earn and the burn side closer to the real time. Giving that ability to pay with points, to introduce loyalty currency, if you will, as another payment tender into a transaction has a lot of appeal to the consumer. And I do believe that we'll continue to see evolution of that concept in coming years. And maybe the final thought on this topic is that to me, as I think about the product evolution, product design, the real objective is to build solutions that are truly benefiting everybody who is engaged or involved in that ecosystem. And if you think about pay with Points, it's one of those solutions that is truly benefiting all parties that are in that ecosystem, the merchant, the retailer that is seeing incrementality in their sales volume and transactions as a result of the increased buying power from the consumer. You see the financial institution or maybe even more broadly program sponsors, right, that are benefiting by giving consumers access to that type of engagement. And I would argue most importantly, consumers are seeing the benefits.
0: And Lada, you know, when it comes to international trade and cross-border purchases, including cross-border e-commerce purchases, the most commonly used currency is still the U.S. dollar. When we think about alternative currencies and specifically paying with points, do you think there's going to be sort of one big pay with points currency that most consumers and most merchants want to transact in, sort of like the
1: dollar? Or will there be many different pay-with-points currencies in the future? I think that the answer varies a little bit whether we are talking about the U.S. specifically or I would say, you know, across the globe. And the reason that I say that with a little bit of hesitation is because of the experiences that we have seen over the course of the last couple of decades in this country related to coalition type of programs. And then compare that to the success I would say, an adoption of coalition type of programs in Europe, for example, in neighboring Canada, for example, right? And then observing how some of those same concepts didn't really take off in the U.S. Now, as we think about the alternative currency and your correlation to the U.S. dollar, I see in a short term, I see a tremendous value in the infrastructure built. That facilitates this type of experience, right? Where additional participants, both merchants and point banks, loyalty well, program sponsors, basically take advantage of the rails that we built as the industry and the infrastructure more than I do of forming one unique, ubiquitous currency that is used across different countries. That's what I see in a short term now. To your point, I do believe that potentially we might see one currency that might be consistent across the board, across different regions of the world, but I personally don't see that as something that's going to emerge as a trend over the, I would say, short to midterm.
0: Thanks, Vlad. And then, you know, one last question, because, of course, no conversation around digital commerce is complete without raising the topic of mobile. Mobile commerce, mobile phones have dramatically changed digital commerce, particularly during COVID-19. They've impacted everything from mobile banking to mobile offers. And FIS actually has a really great offering in this space called Digital One Mobile, how does this platform work and also related to our conversation about alternative currencies does it actually offer alternative currencies within that digital
1: one mobile platform Digital one digital banking platform offers a customer centric banking experience for customers for business clients and bankers and it's providing consistency across digital and mobile self service and bank assisted channels It's built on a single integrated platform and it transforms the digital banking experience by providing continuous engagement across the enterprise with real-time access to consumer account and transactional data. So it's a very, very robust solution that we build and that we continue to evolve. To your point, commerce that continues to evolve and change. And we are very, very bullish in terms of the outlook and the ability actually to pull all of the different services and microservices that FIS offers to its banking clients Now, to your point about enabling alternative currency, that is absolutely something that we are very heavily focused on. It is not available today, but I can also tell you at the same time that there are plans to make it available for or functioning for the alternative currency in a very, very near future. And to me, that speaks about our outlook and I would say our bullishness on this currency going mainstream and becoming something that consumers are engaged on a daily basis as they live their lives.
0: Thank you, Mladen. Really appreciate you sharing your insights. I forgot to ask you, how
1: is it in Florida today? Is it a sunny day in in Florida today? It is a sunny day in Florida and we are back to low 90s. So summer is approaching and humidity is increasing.
0: Right, and I heard that the governor has said these removing all COVID-19 restrictions. So it's gonna be soon back
1: to normal in in Florida. Uh, I can tell you that was a big news in our state. And there's a lots of buzz and discussions about that news still ongoing. Yes. Well, thanks
0: for being on the show, Mladen. As always, it's a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Sylvia. That's Mladen Vladić, the general manager of FIS Loyalty Solutions. Coming right up, some closing thoughts on the future of alternative currencies. Today on the show, we grappled with a really challenging topic, the future of alternative currencies. Despite all the hype and the recent string of press releases, cryptocurrencies are not the most widely held alternative currency held by consumers. Also, many merchants still don't accept cryptocurrencies. But one alternative currency is actually held by most consumers and accepted by many leading merchants. That alternative currency is loyalty points. So in the short term, the biggest alternative currency developments in digital commerce may be related to using loyalty points at the point of sale, not Bitcoin. If you want to learn more about the latest trends in alternative currencies and digital commerce, check out our website, www.digcomall.org. That's www.digcomall. Org. For the Digital Commerce Alliance, take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tavares, signing off.